Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. In this episode, Daniel and I talk about Vaporwave, an obscure form of techno that has kind of bubbled up from the internet over the past 10 years, and we try to put it into context while also getting wildly off topic. I hope you enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Reality Breached. Uh, I'm, I'm here again with our with our good buddy uh, Daniel Key. What this is is, I guess, the second of our hopefully ongoing series. I guess third. The first one was the uh, the conversation about Game of Thrones. N- no, <laughs> the the cord cutting that we did with with Doug. We did do that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, this, this is kind of the third in that series of just conversations gone awry. Yeah, uh, and 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 you pitched. Hey, man, we should we should sit down and talk about a vaporwave. I did do that, and I'm. Reality breach does not have enough music content, just all around, because I can't talk about music smartly. I just like a lot of it. So any chance that we get to talk about music, I'm down. Vaporwave, though, is is vaporwave is. Air quotes music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about what vaporwave is in a minute. Um, but my, my, my idea was like vaporwave. It's weird, and it's very. It's, it's born from uh, like the internet, and and it's it's hard to really nail down its origins and why it's a thing. And that's kind of the the the, the conversation I want to have is. Vaporwave is here. <laughs> it's here to stay, <laughs> I guess. Like, how'd that happen? How did that happen? How'd that happen? Yeah, and that's uh, that's going to be a fun thing to talk about because, I mean, I, I don't even know where you start with it, and that I, that's the fun of it. Like, I've been talking to Sergio. Well, Sergio I've been talking to you oh, about that's me. this that's idea. Me. Yeah. About this idea of, of like, a making a show where you like actually show people how you you learn things like how you figure stuff out instead of just like coming on here like we talked about this in the last one where where you where people want to claim to know everything and they like or yeah. they try to portray that they know everything when they're on YouTube or on TV or all this all this stuff and it's like the idea of like let's just admit we don't know anything let's start from square one and just like Let's just see what happens and show show ourselves like bumbling through this. Yeah, yeah. Learn with us. Yeah, learn with us. Yeah. Well, uh, at some point, one of us is going to have to pull up the actual definition of vaporwave. But we're, we're not going to we're not going to do that yet. Okay, that's a great idea. Um, because I want from from you a fan of the the genre. Okay. W- what the hell is vaporwave, Daniel? Vaporwave, like all right, vaporwave. To me, it is it's a it's more than just music. Like it's it's a it's culture. It's a it's a it's a it's a tiny little tiny little niche on the internet, and it's its own culture. It's like an aesthetic, it, and it is. And they use that word a lot. Oh, like okay. they, they actually use the word aesthetic, and they will type it in all caps with a space in between each letter. A e s t h e t t i c. It creates the aesthetic even when you type That's aesthetic. Some, some fucking Tumblr shit right here. Yeah, and and the 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 basic aesthetic is built around 
the nine like early nineties um uh, early nineties like Muzak? Muzak. Um they they have fascinations with, with shopping malls. They have <laughs> like a, a lot of it is also built around this I, I really think it's probably a pretty small uh type of person that likes vaporwave. And it's yes. probably a white male in his thirties that yes. is that is longing for that old nineties uh, time when things were more simple and, and true. And as we've gotten older we look back and we realize that it was all a bunch of bullshit, but we wish that we could still experience the bullshit yeah like if we could wish we could still be immersed in it and and like not even realize how absurd and stupid it is so 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 it's like a like a meta tribute to bullshit commercialism from the early 90s absolutely commercialism is a big part of it too i think it's uh there's definitely parts of that are like anti-consumerist um man we can go we can go deep into that right now but i I, maybe we ought to like try to just tone it down yeah yeah, slow it down slow it down we'll get there like so so basically, they want to make America great again. They want to make America great again. Okay, Ronald Reagan. They want to go back to Reagan. Yeah, it's 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 like vaporwave sounds like an old Sears catalog. <laughs> and I, I guess we I guess we need to actually consult the internet at some point if we want to learn anything here. At least let me tell you how wrong you are. Let's say vapor. Are you gonna go ahead and Google? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do this. A definition of it. That way we can take what we know, compare it to what we think we know and what's true. All right. Uh vapor vaporwave is a micro genre, you were right, of electronic music and an internet meme that m- emerged in the early twenty tens. So we're way behind on this. Yeah, we are way behind. Uh the style is definitely by its Oh, sorry. I can't read. Uh, the style is defined by its appropriation of 1980s and 90s mood music styles such as smooth jazz, elevator music, R&B, and lounge music, typically sampling or manipulating traps. Tracks. Traps. Uh, traps. It's not yeah. trap music. No. Don't get uh, confused. Tracks via chopped and screwed techniques <laughs> <laughs> and other effects. Uh, its surrounding subculture is sometimes associated with an ambiguous and satirical take on consumer capitalism and yeah. popular culture, and tends to be characterized by a nostalgic or surrealist engagement with the popular entertainment, technology, and advertising of previous decades. We were, we were, pretty, we were wow. pretty good there. Wow, that, that's straight off <clears throat> the Wikipedia. We were pretty good. We were, yeah. Okay, well, we're done. Podcast over. Cool. Yeah, so um, that's Vaporwave, guys. Uh, I encourage you to listen to some. No, it's when you like when you first told me about it. Like, was it like two years ago? I went to YouTube and I was like, "What? <coughs> what is this nonsense?" And there's and and there's like YouTube videos that are hours long. You know, like eight hours of straight Vaporwave. Oh yeah, I mean, there's like you know, there's 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 songs that are an hour and forty five minutes long, where it's literally just looped over and over again for an hour and forty five minutes. Like it's the the same, you know, same eight second hook just looped for an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes. Uh, with like eight minutes in, you get one like half step, and it starts yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like. 
I, I after you told me about it, I listened to a, few, a little bit of it, and it's strangely calming. Yeah, I would have to agree with it. It's pretty much all calming, but but there's also something like eerie about it. Like like I try to like when I listen to it, sometimes I try to imagine listening to it in an empty mall where it's just echoing off the wall. So, so, so Metro Center. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, all right, I'm at the Metro Center. Like, I've really, now that I think about it, could you imagine this? All right, you talk to the people that own the Metro Center, and you, you talk them into letting you play Vaporwave, like, all the time. <laughs> like a huge Spotify Vaporwave playlist. It just plays all the time at Metro Center. Like, every time you walk in... <laughs> It's not like they're going to drive customers away. So, yeah, it, you know, and and it's it's funny that that all of this is happening at the height of the death of malls. Yeah, because malls are dying. They're gone, man. Like even malls that exist now are not even your traditional classic walk around inside malls. They're like outdoor. Yeah, they're, I mean they're basically yeah. glorified strip malls at this yeah. point. Yeah. Which is which? Which is weird, you know. It's it's it, it's it, it definitely feels like music from the past. Yeah. Almost in a post-apocalyptic sense. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Um, and, yeah. and and what's and what's also weird is like as I get older, like it's this is like some psychological shit, really. And I'm sure most people don't see it this way, but. As I get older, I almost view like my ascension into adulthood mm-hmm. as this is all just post-apocalypse at this point. <laughs> like, like when you were like young and you had this 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 idealized, idealized view of the world, and it was all like you know you, you thought it could you, you had this you just had a, an idealized view of the world, and like as you become a, an adult, you realize that that's all just a bunch of bullshit. So it's like that was the death of that old view. And now yeah. it's just all post-apocalyptic, and now I'm just watching the world rot. It, 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 but in a but in a not just totally cynical, negative way. Like I, I see um, beauty in the rot. You know. Okay. Okay. I think that that kind of flies in in the face of like the concept of vaporwave. You think so? Yeah, because because like what I read in that definition and what I what I hear when I listen to it is like a morbid glorification of that bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's it's basking in the fact that th- this was the past. There's no way to go back to it. So we're going to warp it enough to to make it, to make it feel ultra ultra nostalgic yet new. Okay. Like it, fe- it it's almost like it, it feeds off your sadness. It does. Yeah, it, it of feeds it. off your sadness and and your longing to not die, and creates this this illusion that everything's fine. It's all in your head. It's all in your head, man. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's Mister Robot. Can, can we play one song for uh, the the audience oh, yeah, just to yeah. give them a good sample? All right. So what we'll do, we'll just play it near the mic, and maybe it sounds good enough. It'll sound, it'll sound okay. But and, you probably and, really want them to hear like the high fidelity of this beautiful vaporwave music. Like we don't want them. To all, hear all of it just sounds like it's held up to a microphone anyway. So it's kind of true. Um, is it all mono? I'm pretty sure. I hope it is. I don't know. It could be stereo. It could be stereo. Um, 
so th- this song, this is like the first song I ever heard, and it's one of the earliest. I would say it's probably one of the earliest examples of vaporwave that I know of, or at least the most popular. It's, you know, va- this, it's the this vaporwaviest. Is like, this is one of the the first uh, hits, if you will, of, of, the, of the vaporwave world. Uh, this 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 song was created by Macintosh Plus, and what you have to know is. <laughs> And what you have to know is like that the the people that create vaporwave it's usually just a single lonely guy that stumbles upon something, and what they tend to do is like most of them don't have like great musical expertise; they have some simple music editing software, and they basically just slow a song down, you know yeah like you take a song and if you slow it down by like an entire you know half like slow it down half step or whatever. 50% or whatever like everything sounds kind of fucking eerie when you do that yeah but uh, alright so this is called Macintosh Plus and then alright so this is part of the aesthetic they also throw in a bunch of Japanese characters and then it says 420 and then more Japanese characters 420 <laughs> <laughs> so that's the name of the song Macintosh Plus bunch of Japanese characters 420 a bunch of Japanese characters so <laughs> but let's hear this. All right, so here's the uh, this is this is a hot hit, y'all. Just be patient. It gets it gets hotter. Do you need my Wi-Fi password? No, I already have it. It kind of it kind of ramps up a tad. It's hot. Imagine yourself in a mall. Makes me want to buy pantyhose. I don't. <laughs> I didn't bother to edit out this the singing right now. Yeah, there. yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> I think the podcast needs a new theme song. Do I need to reach out to Macintosh Plus? He's mouthing the words. He's 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 mouthing the words. He knows every word. I know I know all ten all, words. To that all song. ten words. How long so, is this song? The, this song is seven minutes. And seven minutes. Seconds. There's literally not a minute and a half's worth of song there. Yeah, like they're kind of brutal to listen to in full. There are some like decent guys that have decent uh, musical abilities doing it too, um, and. I guess part of the day will be trying to dig them back up. Like I haven't listened to them in a while, so I'll have to try to dig some of these other ones back up. I had I had one I really liked, and hopefully I can find it. I actually made a video to one of the songs. You did, you did. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, okay. Now, now, now the, the, the question is, how do we get here? How did? What do you mean, Sergio? Like, 
if you look at the trajectory of music, okay, uh, over the past 40 years, it's been a, a constant bigger is better. Louder is better. The heavier the bass drops, the oh, better. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Okay. Like mm-hmm. a rap song 15 years ago does not sound like a rap song today. You know, the beats hit harder today. The production is cleaner. At, at some point, obviously in the past eight years, something went astray and out pooped Vaporwave. Out pooped Vaporwave. Be- because it, because it's, it is directly opposed to all of the modern production techniques. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely opposed to all that. And, um, man... Like, it, like if, if I were to, if I were to put it in layman's terms, this sounds like the opposite of dubstep. <laughs> it sounds like someone heard dubstep and said, "No, fuck that." Here's vaporwave. And you know, I wonder if dubstep came about around the same time. It did. It did. It, that the was early like, aughts. That was yeah. like the pinnacle. not the early aughts. The, the early teens. Was dubstep the pinnacle of louder is better? I like, think so. It had to have been. Was that was that the uh, was that peak loudness? It had to be. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine it getting much louder than that. Bangarang. Dude, some of those old Skrillex songs. Oh, they're powerful shit. They're powerful shit. Yeah. If you've yeah. got a good system, you can you can go nuts to that stuff. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for it to sound good, but it does. Was, was it someone told me? Uh, oh, yeah. That, oh, that, that, that dubstep shit? Yeah, that sounds like a, a fax machine fucked a microwave. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it's weird that this is a thing. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess ultimately, like, the, to me, it feels like uh, vaporwave is about finding. You know, I mean, sampling has been going on for a long time. Yes, sampling has been going on for a while, but it's it's like uh, we've we've gotten to a point where, like, sampling is even getting kind of like old. Yeah, and like so now it's like. Uh, we're not looking for like the best the best beats, but we're like looking for the most boring things to sample. Or no, this is like a bad tangent I'm going on here. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like I, I think what I'm trying to do is hold myself back from just going all the way into what I what I how I how I view it or something. I don't know. Let's just let's just keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep, Like I'm more interested in the like the the. the the meme side of it. Not meme as in M-E-M-E. I mean meme as in it, meme with a Y on the end. Meme-ish? Meme-ish. Meme-ish? Yes, meme-ish. That's probably a better way to put it. Because th- th- this this goes in, like, when I think of vaporwave, I also think of, like, glitched art memes. It's definitely in the same category. You know, it's 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 kind of fucked up on purpose. Yeah, like that's how we want it to make you feel. We we want we want you to feel like this is broken. Yeah, and I, and what is that? You know, like what what is it? Like glitch art is is a great a great example. Of that what like like the, like I, I was I was drawn to this idea of the the you know I, I think it's all right. I'll, t- I'll tell you what it might be drawn uh, to uh, or. What it's inspired by, and it's uh, 
we're talking about loudness. We're talking about music and production quality. Mm-hmm. It's like things got so perfect, so clean, flawless, and and humanity. Like that, that's a computer thing. That yeah. is a computer thing. Yeah. Humanity is about flaws. Like I mean, that, that's what we want. I mean, or not what we want. It's, but it's, some it's, people, some people love flaws. Some yeah. people like disorder and chaos. It's it's almost like a an argument between analog and digital. There you go. You know, you you, 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 you drop the needle on the record and you hear the scratch. Yeah. You, or you hear the fuzz, but you don't care because yeah. you know you're getting a pure sound out of it. Yeah, and glitch is still is still celebrating that same thing even in the digital format because even the computers fuck up sometimes, and it's celebrating the fuck ups. Yes. In the computers, like it's uh. It's, uh, like a broken GIF. I'm sure everybody's seen a broken GIF before, where a GIF plays and you like, like it, like it fucks up, and you see this weird motion happening, but you can't really make out what the what the fuck happened. Like the the GIF's been way too compressed and been shared too many times and compressed on different formats, and it's all confusing and and it, and it messes with it. Well, I mean that, that's it, there's people that literally there's a whole subreddit called broken GIFs, and it's just. <laughs> People looking at this crazy shit that comes out, you know, and it's it, like it's 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 the digital computer version of the game telephone. Oh, that's a good way to put it. You know, that. like like like, and and you saw a lot more of it in the early days of the internet when things were being shared, but no one really knew how to share the raw data. Yeah. So like, they would take a picture, <clears throat> share it. And then somehow screenshot it, and then share it some yeah. some another another way. It still happens though. You, I see it all the time. Like it still happens, especially because what happens is like each each website, Reddit, Facebook, Tumblr, Nine Gag. Um, what are some more? Anyway, Four Chan. Yeah, I mean, why am I sitting here trying to name every single site on the internet? I don't know. But uh, MySpace. But each one of them has different parameters. So if if you upload a gif to one one mm-hmm. site and then you copy that gif and upload it to another site like they're, they're compressed in slightly different yeah. ways yeah. well if you do that enough times i see them all the time just awful gifs that are still being shared <laughs> and especially and it's really strange is that older gifs like like uh you know like i say star wars kid Go try to find a Star Wars kid gift. Like usually, they yeah they've been like copied so many times that they're just yeah. this this pile of shit. Yeah, it, like <laughs> in, in in the limited experience I have with like um, graphic design and like just editing shit to put on the website, yeah. like it's very easy to mess up an image. Yeah. Okay, and a human can look at that image and say, "Oh wait, I fucked that up. Oops." Mm-hmm. But if you throw it into a computer who who is only working with parameters, yeah. like your GIF is 400 by 400, you throw it into a 200 by 200 environment, boom, it's going to shrink it. Someone likes that GIF, says, ooh, I'm going to put that somewhere else, and they then throw it into a 600, 600 by, uh, environment. Yeah. Suddenly it's stretchy and ugly. And then the the next person says, oh, that's awesome, takes it from the 600, 600, and throws it into, it, it throws it into an environment where it has to be a rectangle, and then shit gets real weird. Like It does. But but it's there's some there's something I don't know uh, there's feelings there like I don't know what it is like I mean a simple one I always think of and this isn't even like a, really a glitch thing but the, the it's like um, you got a picture of somebody um, you say something funny about them 
and then you zoom the picture in close to their face, and it gets a little more pixelated. It's not uh-huh. nearly as clear anymore. Yeah. But just that that zooming and sharing it, like it's like a zoom close up of their eyeballs, and you're just like, it just makes you laugh or something. Like there's something about <laughs> zooming in on something. Regardless of how bad it looks, yeah, yeah, it doesn't even matter about the quality of it or anything. Like that's what makes it funny is the 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 not caring about the quality. I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's it's going all in on the joke is what it is. <laughs> like you're committing to it regardless yeah. of quality. And and yeah, there's there's something to respect there. You know, I've I've used zooming in spots where I shouldn't have before, and I've come out <laughs> with a lot of pixely shit. But you know what? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, that's what that's I'm trying, part of it. That's, that's, I, part, that's part of it. way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, way more the, angles of this. Yeah, there's there's definitely a feel that it's 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 almost like it's creating a an environment that is lived in, <clears throat> which should not be possible in the digital era. It shouldn't be. Yeah, well, I guess what you're talking about is like. Um, like with vaporwave or with any like any of this stuff, like anybody can contribute to to the genre. Like it, yeah. you don't have to be skilled, and the less skilled you are, you might actually end up coming up with something better because of the the imperfections we're talking about. Like yeah. your your lack of ability adds humanness to it that people can connect to in some way, and they're like, I can fucking do this too, man. I can. I can contribute to this, to this pile of garbage. So, so it's like a, like a like a hippie hippie dream. Everyone's equal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that is a big All part. All art is important. I, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely I broke that that barrier a long time ago. Where like what's what is? All right. So so it goes in different ways. Like I mean, obviously, mastery of something has value. It definitely has value. Yeah. But then the question becomes like, but what do you do with your mastery of something? Like if you're not just do, if you're like to me, if you're mastering something and using that ability solely for self-promotion and personal gain, then it like, I have less respect for you than somebody that's not good at all at what they're doing, but they're making it solely to share it with the world. Like, like with no expect of returning it, of getting anything in return, but just creating it for for the sake of creating it. Okay, we're we're dancing around a completely different, much deeper topic. But yeah, and that is what what makes art art. Yeah, is that's you know. Should we already go? Should we go there? I don't like. I don't. I mean, we. We kind of have let's to. Just, I guess. Yeah, let's go like, there for a minute. At least. Because, let's just go there for a minute. Like if I create a jingle for Waffle House, yeah, <clears throat> and I do it for Waffle House mm-hmm. because they want to jingle, and it's incredibly catchy. People love it. It takes the world by storm. Yeah. What's to say that doesn't have the same value as some dude, some troubadour who writes a song? And plays it, you know, at, at bars every Saturday night. Yeah, and then and then well, what you're saying, what, what you asked was, the, you asked about the value. Yeah, like like and, like, like I created that for money. Yes, it was the reason I did it. They asked me to do it. It was a commission yes. piece. Yeah, and when when you asked about the value, it made me immediately think, 
maybe that's what the what the what what really this is about is a shift in values. Like that that way has been how we based value for a long time, you know. Could you make something good enough to make money off of it? Uh, that's I mean that was kind of it for for a long, for for recently in the past 50, 60, 70 years of uh, you know music, American music. But you go back you go back before then and probably for a big chunk of humanity, it's not about making records and selling records. Like records are a new concept for, for music. You know, music before that, it was just like, dude, I'm in a village. I got this violin. My dad played it. I kind of get how to play it too. I'm just going to play it with my peeps. You know, you just played music. You weren't trying to make money off of it. It's like you just played it and you entertained the people around you. You probably got laid from it. I, th- I think I you, have you a, still got laid from it. You, I, th- I think you're looking at a, 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 that a bit too positively or a bit too al- altruistically. Like to think that performers didn't make a living performing is I, – I think that's a naive way to look at it. Because if you have a talent, if you know how to play violin or fiddle or whatever and the local pub needs a fiddler – they're going to pay you, hmm. even if it's sixteen ninety seven or whatever, and shekels, and yeah, or they'll pay they'll pay you in gin. It doesn't matter. Like they're giving you something for your for no. your craft. That's true. All right, but but was there like were there musicians that were like was there such a disparity between musicians back then? Like was it like some musicians made? Uh, made I don't know like actual money the ones playing and for like, the queen like like big times of big big amounts of money back then and mm-hmm. then there were like some musicians that just got gin or was it <laughs> or was it more like, was it way more closer like basically all the musicians I mean that's just kind of that's probably like a lifestyle you live you just um, kind of you just I, entertain or something I don't know yeah like there, there's always value in entertainment and 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 there there probably isn't wasn't much of a disparity. There was probably less of a dis- disparity back then. Yeah, and and we're still only talking about a specific time when you're saying back then, and you're talking about that situation. Well, I know I'm like talking about any situation. You're talking about Europe, Europe, um, like s- slightly post feudal or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, but think about like Africa. Like I'm pretty sure there was not. That 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 dynamic was not going on in Africa. Why, like that, there why, were, it was why, more why, tribal. Why? It was so? tribal. They were. It was just tribal music played together. Everybody came to these little things and okay. partied out. Native Americans, more tribal. Like, uh, I mean, there's tons. But, but, but still, still, them playing that music got them ahead in some way. Like, if 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 the tribe is gathering around to do a tribal thing, obviously, I don't know much about tribes, but I do know that if they need someone who plays drums, the person who plays drums benefits from that. Uh, yeah, but th- I mean, it's not like, um, whether, whether that's, I only get invited because I play drums and now I have a meal to eat at the end of the day. <laughs> I still view that like way differently than like, I mean, that, I mean, we're just talking about participating in your culture, like participating in your community. Like, I mean, the person that goes to the feast participates and he gets something for that. I mean, he gets 
friendship, camaraderie, food. He gets a lot of things just for participating in it. The guy that sits at home and like yells at his wall, like he doesn't get that. Like he <laughs> he gets less. You know, but so I mean participation. But 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 then again, like the the creator of the music makes that happen. Hey reality breached fans. Do you like technology? Do you like video games? Do you like to hear a healthy conversation about the state of video cards and Bitcoin? Well, the best place to find that is on techpedition.com. Uh, there, you'll find the Techpedition podcast. The Techpedition podcast stars Carrie and Clarence Brown, and they talk about all the biggest tech news, video game news, and cryptocurrency news. Feel dumb about technology? Well, Carrie and Clarence will break it down and make it make sense. I don't even read CNET or any of those tech websites. I just go straight to them. I filter all my news through Tech Edition because I know they know what they're talking about. So check them out. You can visit techpedition.com or you can uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, basically anywhere where you can find podcasts. Tech Edition is also a proud member of the Grits Media Network. Geeks recording in the South. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Uh, the person with the skills, they obviously are benefiting it, benefit, benefiting from it more than someone who shows up for a snack. It's got to be. Because not every Probably, not everyone it, can play the bongos, right? Man, but you're like it's it's basically like a supply and demand thing. So yes, because there's there's you're, there's less of you, it makes you more special, and you get more yeah reward for it. It's like, hey man, you sure were tearing up that tambourine two hours ago? Here's an extra chicken leg, <laughs> you know, and, and some moonshine. <laughs> like I don't I don't know what they ate back then, but oh god, I love where this this conversation is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 to, but to bring it back, like yeah, it, I I think it's a fool's errand to attach value to music based on. Like how you think the person the, the the reason you think the person made the music. I don't. Well, uh, I'll say it this way. Even if it is a fool's errand, if enough people change their views on what they expect out of their musicians, mm-hmm. then those other musicians that are doing it the other way start to lose more and more money. Like I mean, then, then, like then what so, you're so like if you, if you if you expect your musician your musicians to not want um, to get rich, but really just want to share music, and those are the people you support, and maybe you buy their records, even you still buy their records, and and that was another thing about vaporwave, which is really cool, is like a lot of these musicians or whatever you want to call them, um, they actually sell. Their their creations like they'll sell them for like a dollar an album, but they also will like create fucking cassette tapes. Like uh, they like you can actually buy physical cassette tapes from them. You can buy vinyl from them. 
But but they make them in such small quantities. You're paying like eighty dollars for, <laughs> for yeah, a record. Yeah, you're, or you're paying for the production of one record at but a time. But you know, you're support. You're still paying for it. You're still supporting yeah, yeah. it in a way. So so. But that's what I'm saying. If enough people consciously chose to basically boycott that type of music and choose this type of music, then that type of music goes out of style. So right? so what you're what, basically what you're saying is music is inherently valueless, and it's only given its value by the people who Bop. listen to it. There it's basically go. music is money. Music is money. I would never say music is money. Because you can't buy anything with music. A chicken leg and some, some moonshine. Try to go into Kroger and see what happens. <laughs> Just go into Kroger but, but no, and try no, to no. jam out. But but like gold is inherently valueless. It's a useless metal. <clears throat> but the entire world has said we value this shiny rock. Sure, we're talking, yeah. Yeah, so we as a as humanity has said gold is worth this much and that's how we're going to base all of the like the entire economy on a rock that's found in the ground. Like yeah. Music is the exact same thing on a cultural level. It's the cultural it's cultural gold. It's <laughs> yes. Cultural gold, and it, I mean, it really is. I mean, when, when you think of culture, that's one of the first things you think about is music, yeah. art, yep, um, language. Yeah. There's not, there's not a whole lot there for culture. And is there something else I'm missing with culture? Like, what else in, entails what culture? Um, social uh, well, everything behaviors, down to, everything down to like, yeah, social behaviors and and um, apparel, clothing, you know, physical appearance. Hairstyles, mm-hmm. dude. I, like, man, like, 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 foreskin aesthetic. Like everything's yeah, cultural. Foreskin aesthetic. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh my god, I'm really, I'm, I'm really loving where this conversation's going. Like yeah. we just like went way down a, a path. That's what happens when you define exactly what your conversation was up front. You're like, oh, that's what vapor rave is. Oh, we figured it out. Cool. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where do we go from here? Okay, so, so I, I think we can like kind of bring it back in. Okay, and those things that happened, did, I guess, t- tied back into culture and like gifts and images and and the internet growing, becoming a like maturing the, the maturation yeah. of the inter- internet. All that stuff happened naturally. You know, we went from, you know, uh, dial-up modems to DSL speeds to cable speeds to, you know, ultra-high, you know, Netflix and shit. Still slow shit. Whatever. Like I live. These glitches and these errors and these problems and these fucked-up JPEGs that have been floating around the internet since 1998... All of that happened naturally. Just over time. All of that happened, what'd you say? Naturally. Over time. And what Vaporwave is, and like glitch memes and glitch art, and this is like an artificial version of that aesthetic. You know, that's that's that that Star Wars kid 
gif that you you're like oh yeah. try to find that it's real fucked up like like I see what you're saying it's a meta awareness yeah of is, of this like it's, yes you're you're we're aware of this this fact and now we're going to actually u- use it yeah we're going to use harness it we're going to yes harness is a really good way to put it um we're going to harness the 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 naturally occurring problem with the maturation of the internet for the production of art. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, and, and a good example of that. Uh, we're actually recording recording this podcast on a piece of software called Audacity. Yes, yes. That's and, where I record basically all of my stuff. Yeah, and, and, but what's happened with Audacity is, is it is an audio software, but some some geniuses have found out that if you put images into audacity oh yeah <laughs> you can play with the parameters of it and create your own glitches and there's people that are like able to it's almost like you're you're able to scientifically reproduce glitches through audacity so it's it's like a really strange thing that's happening there like you're deliberately making mistakes I mean, it's it's very so okay. Let's let's. I, I I like where we're going with that. What do you mean? So okay, let's say I take a picture of my face. Yeah. And I teach Audacity to read that. What does it read it as like an audio file? Or? Well, well, all right. So how does it work? All right. So normally, yeah, you would take an audio file, load it in Audacity, you import it into it. Yeah. You can also import any file into it. Like it doesn't. It doesn't discriminate. It don't discriminate. It no, hate. no. It don't yeah, hate. I, like, I'll throw videos into it, and it'll just pull the audio out of it. Audacity but don't what, hate. What we're talking about is having Audacity read an image as if it's a uh, mm-hmm. an audio file. Yeah. What is and what does that st- shit sound like? So it, I don't think it has a, a sound. Like there's there's nothing there. But um, so. So in Audacity, there's effects, right? You have these different effects for mm-hmm. like making. You've heard them all. Like mm-hmm. you, you can really manipulate the shit out of like, sound, like reverb and yeah, exactly, echo and that kind of stuff. Exactly. But when you when you upload an image, you import an image into it, and you play with those different effects, it's still uh, whatever the binary code behind those effects are, and it affects the, the, the image expression. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so it, so it, 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 affects the data on a raw level and then you extract the data you and put it, it back into a normal image. Oh and my it, God. Yeah, so it, it, like it fucks with the image. And I mean, that's where most, most people that do glitch are there. A lot of them use audacity. Okay. So what you're saying is you import the image, you, so so let's say I had a picture of the Declaration of Independence. Okay. And I could import that into Audacity. And then I could change the stuff. Like, say, add a bunch of echo to it. Or add a bunch of reverb to it. Or add a bunch of just whatever. Mm-hmm. And then export it as an image. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I think you just... I, I think it that, wasn't complicated. It's the yeah. basic idea, though. Yeah. You export the data, and then you put the data back into Photoshop or something like and, that. And and it... Oh, that's... I didn't know about that. That's yeah. fucking fascinating. Yeah. And you can do... I mean, it's really limitless what you can do to a photo with all... I mean, when you think about it, I mean, there's like all those combinations. There's 
hundreds of trillions of different combinations for all that stuff. Yeah. And then people have done it long enough, you know, they've got a basic idea. If I adjust the reverb, and then it does this to the image, and, you know, yeah. and then you just you keep honing your skill at glitch art. How? I'm sorry. We live in a vast, weird fucking world. Mm-hmm. That there is a dedicated group of people that are that's importing images into an audio software to see what spits out the other side. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um. And I, and I I think I think ultimately that's what this. Well, a big part of this podcast is is probably about is like this idea of exploring the just exploring all the 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 weird shit that people are doing on the internet in these little niche groups like that. There, there's so many of them. Like Reddit's taught me that. Uh, Reddit has, um, if you don't know audience listening it's it's the front page of the internet right yeah but reddit is divided into subreddits and there's a subreddit for fucking everything like if you can think of some weird thing there's probably a subreddit for it um there's a subreddit for i'm trying to think of something really weird let me pull some up here let me just show you what weird subreddits are you 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 monitor oh yeah obviously it gets into fetishes too i mean like like they go everywhere um Let's pull up some fetish. Yeah, Ooh. not fetishes, <laughs> subreddits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can talk. You slip. can talk while I try to find. Yeah, that. yeah, like, I, and and I I don't want to give Reddit Reddit subreddits more hype than than they really deserve. Like, I could create a subreddit right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's the whole point. So it's, it's, it's so it's, it's not like you have to have it some dedicated underground of weirdness. No, you can just shit one out like. At any moment, it's like a it's like a cryptocurrency. It, it, I mean, that's another great point. It's a, that's a niche thing, and that that is uh, that's what the internet is doing. It's it's like people being like, "Hey, I'm interested in this," and because like law of averages, billions of people are connected, you still end up with thousands of people that are that identify with this one weird fucking thing. Yeah, you know? like this one weird thing, and that that brings you together in some and just some tiny part of your life you brought together. Yeah, but then in every other part, you know, they mentioned Trump at some point. You're like, fuck y'all, fuck off, or whatever. You know? <laughs> but uh, man, I'm trying to think. Is I've got to find these subreddits. Hang on. And if this wastes a little time, then it just it's does fine. because it's well, worth well, well, no. Well, why are you talking about that? I I, I kind of want to. It's funny that that you say. That everyone is like coming together now. Like you're, I know you remember the show The X Files. Yeah. Did you ever watch it in the nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a huge fan of The X Files. Mm-hmm. And like back then, the most exciting episodes were the ones where they talked about the like the ongoing lore of aliens and the government. Like, yeah. Those were the exciting episodes. That was what the first movie was about. Wasn't that the Smoking Man? When he yeah, part like the of that Smoking lore? Man, yeah. and, and, and like, and they recently brought it back. Mm-hmm. And it still has Mulder, still has Scully, still has Smoking Man, still has Skinner. But all of the episodes where they talk about the aliens and the government and all that, it seems out of place because, like, because we're, we're so past desensitized. That. To, we're no. so past that. 
that we know that the truth is not out there. Like <laughs> <laughs> the truth may be out there, but we're way more interested in <laughs> fucking Reddit things, you know? <laughs> like the better episodes like I watched all of the new episodes of the two new seasons, and the best episodes are the ones that are focused on one weird little thing. And Mulder and Scully just Mulder and Scully in the place up. And you know, like that's a great fucking episode of the X Files. But as soon as they start going in the lore, just it, it's it's, it's like almost dated or something. It's like uh, feels dated. It or feels dated. It jumping the shark almost. Or oh, it, they jumped the shark a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it it just feels out of place. It's like we're past as as a humanity, we have moved past this stuff. And even when they address like modern um, conspiracy theories. It still it still feels dated. Yeah, yeah, I totally totally agree with that. Um, it's weird, man. We can do another one on conspiracy theory. That would be a good oh, a yes. good topic Absolutely. to really explore. Um, I, I'm passionate about some conspiracy theories, but not in the way that you would yeah, want me to be. No, I know. I'm, I wish I could be that way too. I'm not either. <laughs> like it's it's like just crit- cr- critique of conspiracy theory. But back on point. Yeah. I didn't wave. find any sub. I didn't find any subreddits. But all right, here's like I'm using the app and it doesn't work well for that. But um, and it doesn't even have to be subreddits. Like Facebook does this too. You have these tiny Facebook groups that cover every single little thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 what's strange is what I'm seeing is like we're. It's like we we want to view it like, um, man. I wish the I wish humanity would come together, man. We'd all be on the same side and work together. But in reality, what's happening is is we are on the same side in tiny little ways. Like we 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 cross lines in somewhere, you know. Like so maybe maybe um, you're a Trump supporter, maybe I'm a Hillary supporter, but we both have this weird fetish for. For butt sex or something, you know, like, or <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, That's not weird. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to be simple about it. But but we we are intersecting all the time on the internet, but we don't even realize we're doing it. Like we're crossing and and like we we get it. We get all the jokes. Like even if we're on different sides of the spectrum and we're in our own little worlds, we still get hey, all the jokes. Don't say on the spectrum. Not, yeah, not on this podcast. Even, see, see, man, we both get the autistic jokes. Man. <laughs> Everybody gets the autistic jokes. We all get them at this point. Autistic autism awareness is a thing now. Yeah, and and, and you're absolutely right. Like, it's so crazy. Two people who fundamentally disagree on, I'm going to say, eighty percent of you know, quote unquote, important issues, uh-huh. can still talk about. Hundreds and hundreds of things. Yeah, but knowledgeably, right? But they, but they can't if they go. So if a Trump supporter goes to a Hillary page, can't do it. No, if a Hillary supporter goes to a Trump page, you can't do it. But if they go to the butt sex page, they could probably have a conversation. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Like the gaps can be bridged, and we're not seeing how. uh, I don't know. There's realities can be breached. Realities can be breached. And I, I see that everywhere, you know, like, and I see, um, like, uh, 
how I've evolved, how, how my, my ideologies have evolved, you know, over time where like, so we want to say, you see somebody that believes X, he's a, he's a libertarian and you're just like, God damn, these libertarians, yada, yeah. yada, yada. But you know, I, at one time I was a libertarian and I, and I kept growing as a person, and I'm no longer that. But we don't see the other people as growing individuals that are just like in one state of their life, like holding an ideology and changing into something else over time. Like we don't see people as like this growing thing. We see them as they're a libertarian. Okay. End of discussion. You okay. Know, like, okay. And once you say that, you know, yes, once you know someone's a libertarian, you suddenly have a tainted view of them as a person. It informs your opinion. Well, assuming you're whoever you are. Yeah, you know, assuming if you have a, if you're a object a, opposed to libertarian values. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like if someone says I'm a libertarian and you're a libertarian as well, that informs your opinion. As, it, sure. Anyway, oh, so I'm gonna love this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even though he may not be into butt sex like me. You know, <laughs> but that's my inherent problem with the concept of labels. You know, like I don't. Yeah. You know, if if someone says, "Oh, I'm a geek," or "Ooh, I'm a I'm a this, I'm a that," suddenly, that is paramount. That is all that matters. You, it, it, oh, yeah. it it almost strips away your humanity because they don't see you as a human anymore. They see you as a libertarian. They see you as a nerd. They see you as a jock. And assumptions are immediately made at the subconscious level, regardless of if they want them to be by either party. And it immediately makes it harder to breach that person's... Reality. Re- yes, reality. And it, it, oh, it infuriates me when someone's just like, oh, I'm a hipster. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and it goes back to the... I've, I've, I've corrected you. I've, I've corrected... I don't know if it was you, but I've, I've said this before in your presence, and I was like, female's not a noun. Female is not a noun. And dictionary-wise, it is. <laughs> okay? But if we're talking about, like, like social circles, social interactions, if you're saying someone is a female, that is what they are. They're not a human, they're not a person, they're not a libertarian. Above all, they're a female. That is the label you have attached them to. Which inherently devalues anything they say because you're cutting off a significant portion of what they are as a thing. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's, that's a, um, I mean, a lot of this labels themselves, you know, it's, it's about, um, I I think a, a big part of American culture, uh, for a long time, uh, I think it's part of Christianity. Like it goes, it's European culture. Like it's, it's this idea of uh, duality, good, bad. Yeah. Very simple terms like good, bad. There, there is no God and the devil. Yeah, there is no idea of this gray area. This, uh, uh, you know, like a lot of Western, uh, Eastern cultures have uh, yin and yang, where there is good and bad combined. You know, mm-hmm. like, like we don't have that, and and I. But I think it's like built into our our entire society. It's, it's just yeah, it's hard baked. Yeah, very, um, very. Uh, I mean, and you see it in our politics. Like, I mean, straight up, right, left, 
Like, and, and you have to pick a side, black, white. I mean, there is such dualistic terms, and um, I don't know. That, that That's one thing I think the Asians are getting right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the title of the podcast. Something the Asians are getting right. Uh, because, uh, they're, because, they're definitely getting plenty of stuff right, but uh, that's one of them. Is yeah. like, um, and I don't even know if, like, like maybe on the government level, it, it may not be that way at all, but... Like I think about Buddhism and like uh, there's a lot of like philosophies in the Eastern philosophy that are that really break down dualism and then like non-dualistic is kind of where I'm sticking where I'm yeah. at these days and the, the the like the duality of of the two party system is kind of I'm not gonna say it's breaking politics because I'm I'm not smart enough to say that mm-hmm. but I but you take a politician or just a person. Who agrees with seventy five percent of the stuff? Say uh, a conservative person would agree agree on. Okay. So again, you take a politician that agrees on or just, 70... just a person. Okay, take okay? a person. Seventy five percent conservative values. Okay. Twenty five percent liberal values. Okay? okay. Let's say one of those liberal values is abortion. Okay. Okay. Woman's right to choose. Yeah. By default, if that person wanted to run for office, they can't run as a Republican. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, you know, like, yeah, your Venn diagram, if it overlaps at all into the Venn diagram, you're, you're called a liberal by, by the, by the conservatives and you're called a conservative by the liberals. Like, it's just, you're just fucked. Yeah. Like, like you gotta pick an entire, persona to go out there and play yeah and and the only hope that you have is that your actual personal feelings is apparent in your voting record however that voting record is also what people look at when they're choosing to reelect you yeah and if they if somebody points out oh this guy voted with conservative people 75 percent of the time why is he on our ticket yeah. As a liberal, your career's over, and so so you're incentivized to pick a side, regardless of your actual values, which in turn informs your values. Yeah, now yeah, you yeah. feel like you have to be anti-abortion, oh, even sure. if you are. Oh sure, and there's plenty of people that were probably they were probably Democrats, but they knew they couldn't win in a Republican district, so they just like swapped over to the other side and just like. They just vote Republican because they wanted to be a politician. I just want to be a politician. That's, that's what I want my job to be. Yeah, like it's it's like absurd. But I'll tell you what. I mean, there there is some hope in this bizarre way that Donald Trump is none of that. Like Don, <laughs> Donald Trump is the exact opposite of that. Like he's he's not conservative. Like I mean, he is in some ways. No, he's not. <laughs> he is in some ways, and he's not in other ways. Like he really is kind of a Venn diagram of a, like I, I feel of a voting record kind of guy of a politician. Now, his his personality, like his his actual moral character, is like on a. I mean, we can talk about that in some other other talk. But I mean, his views are very. Dude, this whole crap about like. Uh, trying to think of some real ones that he's done you know like uh the way he's been about like calling out corporations the way he has like some of these businesses uh ending nafta like that that uh like 
are like talking about ending NAFTA. He's he, he already tore up the Trans Pacific Partnership, dude. Those are um, those are more leftist kind of views. Like, no, they're not. Yeah, no, like th- those are very like populist. Like, protectionism is old school leftist view. Protectionism is so fucking leftist. Globalism, tariffs, no. tariffs, old school leftism, dude. I mean that that is not right wing at all. Right wing is like oh well, free markets that's, that's true. for everybody. Yeah, you're right. So, so it's like a like globalism is uh, is not where the right wing is is starting to shift away from that. Yeah, like it used to be free trade. You're right. You're right. But now it's shifting away from globalism and like trying to go backwards into this uh, throw up the walls, throw up the trade barriers, throw up all this stuff. I mean, those are kind of old school leftists, and now because he's going that way, the leftists are like, "Well, I don't want to be like Trump," so like now they're evolving into some new form of leftism too. Like, man, this this this, this conversation is getting derailed. Yeah, it's, it's way off track. Like, as much as like, obviously, the political system needs some some sort of something to just blow it up so we can start over. Yeah. And the downside is that might be Trump. Like it, Trump might be the system imploding on itself. Yeah, it it might be the black hole (laughs) that creates the new America we want. Yeah, and 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 you can almost say he's like, like you you can almost give him credit for 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 being so narcissistic and like. (laughs) And so clueless of of the the magnitude of what's happening around him that it's not like destroying him, yeah, <laughs> like into yeah. a puddle on the ground. Like, how does he handle this much? Like, like the, how does he the, handle this much? Hate? The longer he's president, and the more we talk about have these conversations, the more it feels like he is just the, the ultimate personification of twenty eighteen America. <laughs> like, so far up its own ass. Yeah. That it thinks it's amazing when it's verifiably false. You know? There's a lot of fucked up things. And instead of fixing them, we're just like, look at us, we're amazing. You know? I I don't know, man. Let's let's okay, let's rain this in. Let's rain this in. <laughs> We've got way Alright, we, we ha alright, are we gonna agree now to leave this entire tirade on there, even though it's like absolutely just yeah. out of left field? Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, again, th- th- that was not a political conversation. Like, uh, yeah, was, we, no. we, and we weren't that bad on Trump now that I think. No, about. Th- we weren't th- that bad. Like I almost kinda gave him some credit. Like me and you don't really talk politics. We talk humanity. We talk humanity. And and that conversation was in direct like it, it was in direct reference to how Americans are dealing with the current climate, regardless of what they believe in. Very true. Very true. So vaporwave. Back to vaporwave. <laughs> and I did. Uh, I did want to. Um, th- there's another angle to go with vaporwave, and it, it's like this. Uh, it's like this rejection of consumerism, rejection of. Um, mass media produced stuff and it's the embrace of like let's go find something off the radar that I can chop and screw and edit and play Mm -hmm. 
and there's going to be no copyright violations because the the there is no structure that gives a fuck about 90s music. Like there's nothing there. <laughs> there's no lawyers there Kmart's that care. Not going to sue you. Exactly. There's there's no it's like it's like uh like it's still technically illegal, you know, like to do it, but it's because it's not illegal. Or it's you still, can just be sued. You are all right. Like yeah. You're not going to be thrown in jail. Yeah, no, it's still for chopping and screwing. What, what I'll say is, like, it's still, it's still. If you took a modern song and did that to it, there's a good chance that the 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 sites you use to share it on would remove it. Yeah. Or would take it down. True. True. So what you do is you go find these like old stuff that nobody gives a shit it's about. So obscure. And then yeah. you can just you can share it as something that's fresh and new and. And and it's so you're like you're like getting around all these copyright laws. It's like a rejection of this entire system of of money making, you know. Yeah. While at the same and time, it's empo- it, and it's helping them make money. Like they're it, they're like selling cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot to 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 unpack there. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yes, it is. It flies in the face of of consumerism, but at the same time, it's celebrating the idea of or you could say it's satirizing it it doesn't okay, necessarily okay. be celebrating it could be okay. satirizing it. well if it's if it's satirizing it then there's a, a, a completely like if it's if it's satirizing it it could be there, there could be a fair use argument in there that would mean that it doesn't matter the copyright doesn't matter like if 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 the weird guy who wrote that music <clears throat> 40 years ago stumbles across it on YouTube, if if, if you can argue that you are satirizing the original... Yeah. Like, and I, and I really... Yeah, you make a good point. And I really take back what I'm saying about they could, they would take it down because this is something I learned about, like, so say Facebook. Uh, if you want if you want to share a song that somebody else... Like, you share a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to make a video with a Taylor Swift song as the background... All you have to do is slow it down by 0.05 percent, and, and yeah, it fucks and the, the algorithm the, up the, for the recognizing. Robots, robots yeah, the don't robots don't recognize the song anymore. Yeah. So yeah, and then that's part of probably what vaporwave is doing too. Like you, you, I mean, that's a that's a fundamental part of vaporwave is you slow down the song. Like you, yeah. you rip away its original its originality, like or its its original intent. Yeah. And you repurpose it. Yeah. Into something else. Hmm. hmm. God, we got man, we got so far off track. But 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 we're back home though. Like we are back home because it's such a weird thing. It is. Like it says, just its existence says so much about modern internet culture. Yeah. If you know that that's what it is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's that's I mean that's the reason I like Vaporwave. It's it's not the the music itself like really just like like the music itself is not it. It's the it's this bigger idea behind it, you know, that yeah. that makes you want to appreciate it. Like there's like there's there's something else behind it. And that, and that's kind of the reason I kind of reject a lot of, of pop music is because I see the bigger idea behind it and I reject that, you know. So it, it's these bigger ideas behind it, and that probably goes for everybody. Like everybody likes things for bigger reasons than than what you think. You know, you see somebody like jamming out to 
Africa by Toto or something, and you're like, well, why would you do that to yourself? Robert Morris but there's is probably love some that bigger <laughs> there's there's some bigger idea behind it, you know, like that we can't see. It's like below the surface. It's funny that like, but when I listen to music, Africa is a great song. It, it is. It is. When I listen to music, I absolutely don't do that. You don't do that? No. Like That's really interesting. Like, when I listen to music, it is, oh, this gets my foot tapping. Yeah. Oh, these lyrics are catchy. Oh, shit, this is stuck in my head. I it's really all like... I, in your head. I really like this guitar solo. You know, it, it's more of a... An objective, not objective, but it's it's grading the piece as it sits. Yeah. Regardless of context. See, I can do that. I can do that with older music. The more modern it gets, the less I can do it. And I and I think it does go back to the analog versus digital thing. Like, did you fucking play Led Zeppelin or some shit? Like, all I hear is, like, all these little imperfections. Like, I mean, they're, like, recording shit in stairwells because the echoes sound awesome, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no computers to it. It's just, like, this raw feeling or something. But the more modern it gets, the, the harder it is for me to, like, really connect on any kind of level with it. And I, and I can, to some degree. Like, there's some songs that are catchy as shit. Like, I mean... Um, I don't know why Call Me Maybe is still in my head after all these years. <laughs> why did I know you were going to say like, that? Did you really? Yeah. Like, like, I, and, 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 and you say it may go back to the analog digital thing we said. I think it goes back to music is money. Music is money. All right. Go okay, on. Because go on. the reason you can't enjoy a song isn't because of the song itself. The song is valueless. It's the emotion and the idea behind it that you carry with you. So if you feel like a new pop song has no value, okay, it doesn't matter how good that song may be to everyone else. Yeah, you're gonna hear it as valueless and doesn't have the imperfections that you look for in music, and it's just gonna bounce right off of you. Yeah, and and uh, hmm, I see what you're saying a little bit there. Yeah, like it it, and, it has and inherently it has nothing to do with the music itself. It's it's all you. Yeah, and but but what a what a really good pop artist does is they are in touch with the music scene. They see what what the other people are making and they take little pieces of it. Like they rip pieces out and they incorporate it into their stuff. Thieves. And it kind of it kind of connects with all those other people too. I think that yeah. And 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 what that what that is is just I guess knowing how to make money. Yeah, it's that's, like that's, it's that's like yeah, it's money. It's like yeah, music is money. Like mining the gold. Yeah, <laughs> mining. You got to go listen to those deep tracks and mine the gold and put yeah. it into your shit. Well, I don't. I don't. He know. Like heard the last part of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if we've learned anything today <laughs> about vaporwave that we didn't already know. <laughs> um, but it, we had a fun conversation. And I think that's what this is about. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see how this turns out. You know, the, I'm curious. Just, just like the music isn't about the music, it's about how you. It's it's about your reaction to it. This podcast 
It's not about the podcast. That's it. It's about the conversation. Look, we're don't having. listen to the con- don't listen to the content of the podcast. Like, think about how it makes you feel, guys. <laughs> how does guys. it make you feel? Like, how think angry about how are it makes you, right you feel, and just like focus on that instead of the content. I, I, but you can yeah. actually put it on mute and just pay attention to yourself. That'd probably be better. As long as you download it, like I don't <laughs> care if you. Yeah, that that works too. All right. Well, um, Daniel Key, it's always fun. I can't wait till we think of something else dumb to talk about. Uh, thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time, or you'll catch us later. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.